0: In a
1: world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Walking Dead TV Podcast, episode 247. This is Russ, and join with me is Jim Dietz. Hello. Daryl Taylor. Hello. And Richard Chubtill Sheldon.
1: Rip Stanley, hashtag Excelsior.
2: Yeah, you bury my lead. Uh So yeah, I just wanted to start this uh, episode, not really Walking Dead related per se, but since this show is based on a comic book, and and uh, Stan Lee's name, I think is is pretty much uh, you know the thing people think about when they when you mention comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least it has been for you know the last seventy five years almost. Um, passed away today as we record this on Monday. Uh, November the 12th, um, sadly passed away today. Um, I know he'd been ill for, I guess maybe ill is not the right word. His health has been not the greatest over the last few months. Right. Uh, he stopped going to cons. Uh, mm-hmm. all the signings were being done at his house. Um, but you know, whether, whether you, whatever you think of, of Stanley and, and his specific contributions or whatnot. Um, it's, it's, Hard to deny the the legacy and what he brought to comics and what you know when people talk about comics, um, you know a lot of that a lot of that I credit a lot of it to him, especially um, in in the early days of you know trying to get Marvel going and and
3: oh of course um,
2: taking a chance with the Fantastic Four when he was ready mm-hmm. to just hang it up and go do something else and and that pretty much launched. Uh, so much, including a For sure. multi-billion dollar film franchise from a certain House of Mouse. So, For Really? Sure. He created
0: a Little Mermaid, too? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember in 1995, Pittsburgh Comic Con, back when there was a Pittsburgh Comic Con, uh, the, Har- the uh, uh, Harvey Awards were being given away there. And it was the time at the Pittsburgh Comic Con when the most Comics related, you know, big names were there. Like Frank Miller was there. Jim Lee was there. Uh, Rob Liefeld at the time was really hot. He was there. And um, all I remember, one of the main things I remember about this weekend, that weekend, was that there was a line going from one of the, the one table out the door into the street. And that line stayed that long all weekend long. Mm-hmm. And even with all those other dudes, you know, Frank Miller and, and you know, um, uh, Michael Turner was there was back when he was still alive and all these other big names. That line was for Stan Lee all weekend long. Yeah. That's, is it most cons that he's been at? I mean, and I, I would just like I was thinking to myself, well, maybe I'll get in line to have him sign something when the line goes down. It that whole go four down. day weekend, that line did not. Go. <laughs> that line don't go down. Not at all. Not even one little bit. So, uh-uh. 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 I'll never forget that. And I mean, you know, like like Russ said, you know, whether you consider him a co creator or just a, a really good promotions guy or whatever, he is. He was been the face of Marvel Comics since since the beginning. So, yeah, you know, pour, time- pour one out for the man. You know,
3: yeah. I, I, listen, I, I, I there's no sadness in his passing at 95 he he's a good run he, he has wins. lived a yeah, life I he is, a dump truck full of wind he has <laughs> lived such a life so there's no sadness in that i mean that's the, that's what you can hope for and, and it, that you can live your life to the fullest and live to that age uh yeah. and do as much as he's done there's just no way that you could be sad about that that's yeah you know that's great
1: i was afraid this would happen too because you know the old uh, wives' wife's tale of you know when one long time partner passes the other one tends to follow very soon and uh you know i was really hoping that wouldn't be the case with him and um yeah i've been i you know i was very fortunate in the last you know five six years to have seen him and been around him quite a few times at different cons because of other connections i've had and uh i don't know the man i mean i hadn't seen him personally in like about years now but I mean every time I would see him at 90 91 92 and all that stuff he was in, full of life and I mean I remember seeing him hop up onto a stage at a comic con in Dallas and hop off the stage and he was 91 years old I mean um, he was amazing and you know I do consider him a co-creator I mean yes he is he was kind of the vision that he well he kind of backed into the vision for, for Marvel Comics in a way, like Jim said, took a chance on the FF. And, you know, and we all know the story of Spider-Man and Amazing Fantasy 15 and all of that stuff. I mean, you know, and, and to piggyback on what you were saying, Jim, the the reason that line was like that and not for Frank Miller and the others is because there probably wouldn't be a Frank Miller and the others without the likes of, like, Stan Lee and, and, and uh, um, Bob Kane, Bill Finger, all, you know, Steve Ditko, all of that stuff. So, yeah, it's it's pretty sad to see an era passing away.
3: We're old, Chubb. It has to happen. Yeah. yeah. We're old.
2: I, I figured he'd live me. You know? I really thought he'd make it to 100. I really... Did, yeah, did? he do? Yeah I, yeah. I just, I really thought he'd make it to 100. But, uh, uh, but yeah, 95. What a, what a life. Uh, yeah, man.
3: Did the first podcast on record.
2: On records. Yes. Yeah,
3: he did a pod there it was basically a format oh, true. of true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All That's that, exactly yeah. what it was. When I when you when you read what he what he was doing on those little podcasts and he would you know when people were selling those I don't know I think it was they were giving those records the Mar- away was to the college Marvel, kids,
2: the Mary Marvel marching society stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: it was a podcast. It was a Marvel podcast. Yeah. It was great.
2: And the soap you know, stand soapbox and those oh, kind of
0: yeah. things where he For was sure. he was I mean, always plus oh. I mean plus he he was able to use that public, you know, thing to kind of get the point across that people are strong because they, of their differences. You know what I mean? Yeah. People that diversity is strength. That yeah. you know, these these you know, like the X Men and, and you know, um and so many of his characters were outsiders, you know, and they were heroes because of their character. You know what I mean? Not not because they were, you know, nationalistic or, or you know, go along with the crowd or anything like that, but the people that were on the fringes and, and outcasts and look down upon were the ones that were ultimately going to save us. And I think that's a beautiful message and I know, and I know it's going to go on past him. So,
1: and he was doing that and it was not just unpopular to say those things, but it was dangerous in areas of this country to, you know, Mm -hmm. reach that unity and that, you know, everybody is unique, but yet we all need to be together, you know, all of that stuff together. But, um, so, yeah, it's sad, but good and happy at the same time, like Daryl said, 95. Wow.
0: Okay, well, let's bring the train back around to Alexandria, shall we? Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Who are yeah. you now? Uh, season uh, nine. I'm Jim. Yeah. I already introduced myself. <laughs> about you? But who are you, who are
3: you now?
2: Who are you now? We're going to go ooh, with that bit. Ooh, ooh.
4: Ooh.
2: Who's on first? Um. Yeah, so Season 9, Episode 6 we've two more left this year uh before before the break um yeah i saw that i was like damn that is, damn well yep 8 episodes already Dang, time flies it does uh one of the things i noticed is i, I it's it's almost it, it's kind of funny with the 6 year time jump it's they almost want to make sure Everybody knows it's six years because everybody's got long hair now. <laughs> Eugene's everybody's got long got hair. It. Carol's everybody's got long got hair. It.
0: Daryl's got long hair. <laughs> well, Michonne's kind of half shaved.
2: Yeah, but it's like longer. Like I don't know. It just yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's a different wig. Judith has really long hair. Uh, yeah, I, I just I just thought it was funny. The
3: preacher can't have hair because he doesn't have any hair, so he just wears a hat.
1: He's got a bigger hat. His his yeah. hat got bigger. Yeah, his hat got bigger. You know, we're all about the the same age, so remember, like, you know, because nowadays when you get strep throat, it's like a couple of pills and everything's good, and, you know, you're out of work or school for maybe a day or two, but when we were kids, man, you could be out a week or two with strep throat, and that whole time you're miserable – your throat is scratchy. You can't eat nothing but maybe eat some chicken soup or broth. And, you know, it just everything burns and it's terrible until it just starts to heal and you get that first bowl of ice cream. So last week was strep throat and this week was that bowl of ice cream because, my God, did I enjoy this episode so much.
2: Mm. Yeah, it was good. I liked it.
0: Dude uses more food metaphors than I do, and I'm a freaking chef. Saying, I'm like, hey, where are you going with the strep <laughs> I was going to say, the whole
2: strep throat thing, I got a shot in the ass in, you know, 24 hours. I was good as new. But- I'm, I'm like, like, what you mean a, a week off? Moon shining a down week off. The
1: moon. Three <laughs> times when I was in grade school, I got strep throat, and all three times I was out for a week, week and a half, two weeks, something oh, like that. Oh, you were just Man, uh, you must uh, have had a really
3: bad case, because... A flower. You were a flower child, because no, me, I- was- we get a couple, you get a day or two, and then it's gone. You you back at school. What do you mean a week?
1: That's how it is now. I don't know. Maybe I'm older than I realize. I don't know. I'm older than you, and I don't remember going through trips for that long. <laughs> Did, when you were alive, was
0: it the plague was,
3: was out there, too? See, I
0: had to go out and find the, the herb with the red flowers down by the river <laughs> and bring it back to the Hogan and have the shaman chant over me with the goat's blood.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it was great because, you know, my schoolmates would bring me my my homework, you know, from, from that day, and I'd put it all on the little uh, chalk slates and send it back. It was, you know... It was, Wow, oh, must have been some time back then. Yeah. No shoes, right? You just anyway.
2: <laughs> back in Alexandria, red- where there <laughs> is really no there suit. is no strep throat. <laughs> exactly. Um, so the episode starts with Michonne kind of giving her monologue, and it turns out she's she's down she's down by the river, uh, yeah. oh, by the ri- in a van. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. by the river. Uh, I thought it was interesting they didn't rebuild the bridge. That No. I mean to me so yep when it, when it started and it's the opening monologue and it's just you know we're kind of seeing all the other people uh you know seeing kind of you know fl- uh, little cutaways to what other you know what everybody else is doing and I was just like Oh man, here we go again. Like it's just <laughs> I'm kind of over the opening like let me monologue to tell you the sad tale of whatever I want to tell. Did. It, it, it that's did. That's the only I did have this is feeling. my only
0: real gripe yeah. with this episode is just as yeah. soon as it started I was like I'm a shown and sit down for some exposition. Yeah. 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 Cuz
3: I I had a bad feeling I thought they were going to do that with all of them. I thought Carol was going to get one. I thought Daryl was going to do a monologue and I didn't
0: want that. Norm, but, yeah, I don't mean to get too far ahead, uh, but the thing except, that really man, go ahead, man.
1: Oh no! I said I'm just saying, man. Norman Reedus really earned his paycheck this episode.
0: I think the thing that surprised me the most was that they, not that they hadn't. Well, the bridge was not built, and that was like symbolic or whatever. They were still very much like single communities. You know, what I mean, yeah. yes, they're very yeah. separate still, and that's I think what surprised me the most.
1: And yeah. the kingdoms.
2: But I I just I guess I'm over the whole you know opening monologue thing and I don't feel like it really it didn't really add anything. I mean, Rick just was gone. I can, it, it felt like a finale, right? It felt to me. Mm-hmm. It felt like a se- yeah. if they had done this for the season finale and she was just kind of reflecting on you know on what's going on and kind of get the audience to 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 know like hey, this is she still thinks of this. I think I'd have been okay. But given that this just happened last episode, I mean, granted, I, I understand it's been six years and they're trying to show like where her mind is at and everything else. I don't know. I just I just felt it was unnecessary. I'm like like well
3: to do it like with no break because if you're gonna do that, it probably would have been better if they had taken a break. Let like if that last week's episode was the break. Yes, and then
0: they come back. Yes, it would have felt that way. Yeah, it would have felt okay, a little bit more. you're easing us back no, into it. Right. Yeah. And, I really don't see the point of it either. I mean, there was nothing in the story we couldn't figure out just from watching the show. Right. You know I mean? I mean, I understand you're trying to show that, you know, Michonne still thinks about Rick or whatever. But you could have had her pick up that little cowboy toy, look at it. We would have gotten the message from that without the voiceover. And, I mean, everything else we could have picked up from context and from watching what was going on, you know? But I,
3: I wonder if part of them were thinking... uh That we need – you need to put this in the episode because we think there will be more people coming to watch it after the death. I wonder.
2: Eh, Maybe. But it it didn't – but the whole thing with the monologue is it didn't really tell us anything. Right, it didn't. I get if it That's was. That's what I'm saying. If, if, if she went on about how we're separate communities now, things mm-hmm. didn't you know gel like your death, you know, kind of you know we we ended up going our separate ways, or if she talked about like the state of the world more, I guess maybe it yeah. wouldn't have bothered me as much. But given it was just her kind of soliloquy to Rick. I was just like, okay, yeah. I don't know, sure. like
3: it's either that or I don't know cuz they maybe they even thought that they would have that would have been the break and then they changed their minds. Like, you know, maybe they thought that they, the episodes were going to fall differently. When they when they first originally planned out the the season.
2: Maybe. Yeah, I don't know.
3: Cuz it wrote for that. Like it really it yeah. was really written as if they came back from a hiatus. And it's so weird that it's only two episodes away. Yeah. You know?
2: Um, So one of the things I noticed is Eugene has really kind of come into his own in these last six years. And we'll see that kind of throughout this episode. But, yeah, he's toughened up. He's He's gotten
0: some testicular fortitude, as he says later in the episode. (laughs) When you get a tail, you get tough.
2: (laughs) Um, That's right. We we see that... uh, even in the zombie apocalypse, duct tape is the miracle cure. Uh, yeah,
1: that they <laughs> the basically... handyman secret weapon. That's
2: yeah, a...
3: well, it is a reminder of when you have, you know, like everything you build has to be, you know, there's, there's maintenance. It yeah. always has. Everything needs maintenance, and you never think about it. And in, in the in, in the real world because you 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 know they resupply. Yeah. You just swap out, it, it, but. Yeah, and I, I like
2: that they just show like things are yeah, like you said, things are falling apart. Like it's yeah. just like okay, it's great that all this stuff is here, but you know, you know, th- th- these things can't.
3: You know. like for the bridge? Realistically, I mean, I, I'm surprised they didn't rebuild the bridge. But realistically, where are they getting their supplies from? Like, who is you know who is
0: going to teach them how to? rebuild a bridge. I this mean is what when local happens when local government doesn't cover their infrastructure. I'm just got saying it. I'm trying to make a political so right. but, <laughs> but <laughs> it's
1: true. It, you are so right. It could also be that they're waiting for a way to make a lot of cement to actually make it a sturdier bridge and make a statue to Rick Grimes for the Rick Grimes memorial, you know, bridge blowing up thing. Sure. Could be. But Never I think know. probably what Jim said.
3: Yeah, it's not oh, like know. it's a million engineers. Like yeah. you don't, you know, a lot of them are dead, or you know, not hey, well, in that area. If you're
1: done with that math book? She can engineer you up a bridge. I bet you. Well. <laughs> Something tells me that math problem's going to come back to haunt us somewhere. So oh, check off your sure. check off math, yeah. Um.
2: So they refer. It's funny they refer to Henry as the prince. Carol's the queen now. So yeah, of course, yeah. Ezekiel's still the king. Uh, but I like that Henry's Henry's kind of he, he's another one that's kind of coming into his own. And I, it's, little uh,
3: little Luke Skywalker. Yeah, right. I like
2: that they've kind of become their own little family, right? You know, yeah. he he calls him mom and dad. You know, mother and father. Right. Uh, the the king well, that Henry
3: mom is ruthless. That's all I got to Man.
0: say. <laughs> oh, I know. We got the Carol that I know and love. This episode, that's yeah. right. Mom is ruthless. i listen. Mom's
3: being nice to you, but you don't want to. You don't want to piss off Mom for real.
1: She may seem all sweet in her Legolas cosplay right now,
3: yeah.
1: upset her, oh son, just stay Most back. You need definitely. To and definitely don't look at the flowers. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: so back in Alexandria, the the new group comes back. Uh, and Michonne's a little perturbed. Uh, at at first, um, Aaron says it's, it was his, his decision that brought, that brought them back. And then Judith steps up and says, no, it was her. And again, Michonne is pretty perturbed. Uh, you could tell, and I'm assuming that we'll get at some point, some flashback episode or episodes that kind of tell some, what happens. But, um, I get the impression, and we and we see a little alluding to it later on, but something happened uh, that's caused mm-hmm. them to be more isolationist than they have been in the past. Uh, and yeah. I, I don't think it was Rick's death, and I don't think it was the dust-up with the sanctuary. I think there was something else.
1: It, could it have been someone was trying to steal Michonne's kidney? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm but just saying that ex- that When start, she went to Vegas, she, yeah. got, she got through, <laughs> yeah, John. Yeah. Say it that X-scar must have something to do with whatever oh, for sure
2: I, uh, yeah i'm assuming so uh, for sure but yeah it's i i, I don't know what uh, but again I, I think at some point we'll get the the story of of what happened but anyway Diesel. they they become okay. much more you know before they were a little more open to bringing new people in especially if they felt like they had some some skill could provide some uh, you, you know uh, you know provide work um, but again, they they talk about rationing being thin. That you know they make mm-hmm. stew out of the the meat and not because uh, I think uh, what uh, Dan Fogler's character me- mentioned that he he could make uh, I forget what did he say he would make um, it was a dish. Yeah,
3: it was some dish I forgot. He, he
2: would prepare the the the. The meat a certain way, and then Eugene yeah. said, "No stew. We make stew because it can go go further." So and that's
3: and that's old school and true. I mean, that's you know, a lot of people who were poor, or during the depression,
0: or whatever. It was soups and stews yeah. were basically. Yep, that's where that's why we have soups and stews. Yeah. Because of the poor people on the low cuts of meat. You need some mm-hmm. way to cook it low and for a long period of time right. and make it tasty. That yeah, is what if you. you- if
3: you had a cow and you had tomatoes and you you know, like it was it was that kind of thing, you put it together and you,
2: so, and you so build things, these schools. Things are not prospering uh, very much. I mean they're still being no. very cautious about how they distribute food and rations and things like that. They're, right. they're,
1: nobody's living high on the hog.
2: They haven't figured it out yet. No. It's, it's I, not gonna be that easy.
1: I, I do like even though it's not exactly the same as what Rick's three questions were, but it seems like the council's Whole shtick with new people is based on what used to be Rick's three questions, except well, for not even just Rick's remember mm-hmm. didn't they get that from somebody the
3: Rick got it from somebody I don't remember who though that society I- didn't that society used to ask those
1: questions
2: I don't
3: know there was it came across a group when there a group that when they brought you in they would ask you these these kind of three questions,
1: yeah,
2: maybe
3: with the lady um, it or was it.
2: I thought it was after there was a break, a, a season break, mm-hmm. and when they came back, that was just what they started asking everybody. I think it was when they were on the at the prison. Oh, uh, I it? thought it I, I yeah, thought it was well.
3: after
1: that. Wasn't it around the time when he banished Carol? Uh
2: yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it was yeah. at the prison. I think it was when they came uh, back because the break think- after the prison, that's when he started asking they started asking those questions. But out. now, instead I of how, it
1: was, many, how many walkers have you killed, it's how did you survive? And, you know, it's the questions have evolved, but it's the same basic concept, and I thought that was cool. Yeah. So who were you?
3: Well, to who get you how now? you were outside, because I remember the lady. Remember the lady where they had a little community, and they um, and mm-hmm. he wanted to take it over?
0: Remember that? Yeah, well, I, I did think them having to explain to them, the council, who they are. Was a better way of introducing those characters than having someone tell us again through exposition or something. Yes, you know yeah. I mean? yeah, for sure. It was it was much much better for sure. Because you got Magnesh, you know, she's a truck stop waitress. You got Luke, the music teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, Connie, who's hearing impaired, was a journalist. And they and got then, what they I do, like her one sister in, Kelly. Yeah. I'm a warrior. Like you got it out of the way. Yep. She's going to be that. Like you right. know.
3: You, He's going to be a teacher. You That's know, you got that. Class. <laughs>
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of a good way to kind of a good way to do that,
2: you know. And right away, Michonne is is untrusting and and shows that th- she has reason why, because she says, you know, give me give me the knife. Mm-hmm. And it was, I, you know, again, I think it was that it was the test, right? It was she knew she knew yeah. that knife was there, I think, from the get go. And oh, the fact she that did. she didn't turn it over and use did. that against her, and I think that's why at the end of the episode we see. I mean, there's a lot of reasons I think for a change of heart, but mm-hmm. I think her her coming forward was one of them. I like they bringing in her her law
3: background. Like yes. she knew about yes. the prison stuff. She knew she was being a prosecutor. Tattoos. Yeah, she's being a prosecutor. She would know. Like she would. She all these little things. I like how they're instituting all the stuff that they never really pushed too much with. Michonne, because they were just, you know, Michonne was just the the quiet killer. She comes in, take care of business, and and that's it. But now um, you get more of her now, you know. Like so, I like I like how they're revealing that. You know, Michonne knows a lot about people. You know, being a prosecutor, she would know, and she's the head of security. She would know. She would know how to do this thing.
1: Yep. Um.
2: But, yeah, we found out that Magna was in prison because that's what she finds her her covered prison, prison tattoo. That was like, you know, uh, aha moment number one. And then the, the knife was number mm-hmm. two. And then kind of got everybody riled against her.
3: Sure did. She was like, I got to remind you. I, it was cool, though. When <laughs> everybody's doing their labels, Michonne's label was badass. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> and just walks away.
2: And then we cut over to Gabriel who has the radio and the equipment and stuff and when I, when the scene first started to play out I thought oh okay he's firing up the radio cuz he wants to try and get a hold of of Jadis. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's going and I I think maybe that might be part of it but also I think they're again they're trying to reach out which is interesting because they seem to be more isolationist but then they talk about wanting to get the radio up to get more people in
3: Well, different people want different things, right? Because Michonne is pretty much on we keeping security, like keeping us protected. Uh, Father Gabriel, he wants to branch
0: out and learn, you know, and and maybe uh, find other communities. Well, I think, I think there's even something in the scene where they they know Michonne would object to them doing this. Yeah, they yeah, did know, mention you know, that. Yes. They did?
1: They did. Yeah, i saying that. I think the only ones in Alexandria that are really wanting to reach out are Gabriel, Eugene, and Rosita. Maybe a few other stragglers, but, you know. I think Eugene wants to reach out to Rosita, if you know what I mean.
2: <laughs>
0: oh, he definitely does. Well, I think even, so, like,
2: Aaron, I think there, there's more of them that are open, to
3: They want to, but you, at the same time, they know that they can't, just say, you know, we're going to do this and that's it. Like, Michelle's not wrong.
2: Right. No, yeah, that's the whole thing. Like, no, neither no, of them almost. are wrong.
1: Yeah, and right. I'm not saying there aren't more that think that way. I'm just saying, as far as actively wanting to do something about it and planning it, I think it's just those three.
2: Well, and, and to Gabriel's point, and probably the rest of them, it's like if they could find people out there that have certain skills, like if they find more doctors, if they mm-hmm. find, you know, nurses, mm-hmm. engineers, uh, right. you know, uh, mechanics, uh, carpenters, you know, people with with skills that are necessary that are going to help them. Then, they you right. bring more of those people in. Uh, and
3: but you just can't bring. Uh, yeah, they need a reason to go and 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 branch out more. Like you can't just say it and not have any evidence to bring them. A show. She's a lot like again. She's security, but she's she's fair, but she's a. You have to bring her some type of you know give her a good reason you, you like she didn't think it, she, she probably doesn't think there's much of anything else out there right now anymore um yeah especially with whatever happened
2: right to her right
3: um so if you give her something like she will listen if you give her something she will you know she'll she'll listen to you about it but that's that's the whole thing with this community
1: uh Speaking of Papa Gabe, I am like digging his look more and more. Uh, he just—he looks like a badass. Yeah, with the yeah. With
2: the hat and the blown out eye and the yeah. and the goatee. Yeah. I didn't I like see him and Rosita coming. Like that seemed. Oh
3: yeah, that's. A, I was like,
2: wow, okay, that's sure.
3: That's yeah, that's a relationship yeah, that you didn't see. Nope. But and he did give her counsel, I, and that again, like there was a time he did give her counsel. Now, uh, yeah. And then they kind of broke away. You didn't see much of Rosita anymore, but um
2: I just hope this means they're going to use her more. I think that's that's one that's of the things That's what
3: I hope as well. You know, yeah. in the
2: last I mean so far this this season we haven't seen very much of her at all and then towards the end of last right. season we didn't see very much of her at all. So um, she's I'm not the I'm, hothead I'm, now, so
3: sure. I, so she's the she's she again, she's someone with with skills she's learned, you know, she has learned many skills over the years, so yep, you there should be uses made, you know, like, she should have more to do in terms of what they need, because, you know, Gabriel, I'm not Gabriel, uh, Abraham taught her a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, so yes, like, all your characters that you didn't, you know, like, you didn't have use for, or they didn't have time or whatever, because of the war, and then everything else was going on. It's like this is the time now to start going back on episodes and looking at what you kind of put down as their background and kind of use it. What can we do? What? How can we use this character? How can we use, you know, what we what we've learned of this character that we never used again? Right now we can go back. I think that's a good thing. Like one of the good things about Rick not being here, kind of pulling back on that and having time pass. Is now we can kind of shake it up a little bit, establish new relationships, um, change the status of old relationships as well, and 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 kind of put put characters in different situations that they haven't been in before.
0: Yeah, you know, it seems like there's another Walking Dead show that did that recently. Hey, I'm trying yeah. to... Wait a minute, what? isn't there uh, one? Uh, I, guess, is I can't there? remember. Be afraid remember. of the Walking Dead. I don't remember. Beware sure. the Walking Dead. Something. Yeah. Like something that. like that.
3: Something like that.
1: I must say I'm I'm you know, and I understand it's something that they're saving for next week, but you know, we get a look at what happened to the kingdom and mm-hmm. the state it's in. We see Alexandria's flourishing, but there are problems. Um, you know, some of which haven't been revealed to us, the audience yet. Right. We know what happened to the remainder of um the sanctuary and all of that, but we know Zilch. About the hilltop, other than Michonne's taking these strangers there. Well, so he, was
0: also, there was hints to it hilltop. But. I mean, the way Ezekiel talks about hilltop. Yeah, Carol the and they're talking about Henry wanting to go there. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like it's so distant. They're really hesitant to send him there because they don't think he'd be safe. Yeah, you know, I, I think there's something a little more than just Ezekiel being afraid for Henry. I mean, exactly. You know, exactly. Things might be a little shady at hilltop.
3: All huh. Right. even though they are the ones who that have the. Uh, the engineers
2: and stuff like they do have that because they that, did what they, they did. That's why Henry was going, right. It wasn't right. It wasn't to, to learn. It wasn't for fighting training, mm-hmm. right. It was, it was to get knowledge. He like trade. To, right.
0: He wants to uh, learn engineering from Earl. Right. Right. They said to learn how to fix right. things. Cause there was a whole scene where he's using the duct tape. He's trying to fix uh, the pipes and everything, but he doesn't have the tools and he doesn't know how to use them. But Earl does. And that's t- kind of the argument there. And Yeah. He said, I don't want to just,
3: cobble things together i want to learn how to to build things too yeah. like we need it like it's you know like that conversation with him it's it's for i want to build for my community i don't just you know that's my I, that's the contribution i want to make that's shown how how much he's grown even though he does some stupid things still but that shows how his character has grown though
1: maybe maybe the hilltop is the reason for the kingdom crumbling and other things. What? Maybe it's possible with Maggie gone. Six-year-old Herschel has inherited the throne, and he's gone all King Joffrey on the rest of. The
3: well, life. they did mention something to the effect of, "We don't know if he's mentoring anymore." Um, yeah. what's his name? Uh, the Earl. 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 They they said that they don't know if they alluded to. We don't know for sure if he's mentoring or not.
2: Well, and anymore. they and they mentioned like a vague she. I forget what the, what yeah. how, the King, how Ezekiel put it, but he said something like, yeah. well, what about her or she or something? And it mm-hmm. was vague.
1: I'm betting, I'm betting that the she is Enid.
2: It could, yeah, I mean, could be. Who, who could, knows? Be. Uh, could be. I mean, if we never actually get to Hilltop the rest of this season. Yeah, that then, could happen, too. It could, might not. Yeah. yeah. It, it could still yeah. be. Uh, that could be
3: a hold off until we get to the other half of the season. Yeah. You know, until we get to the uh,
2: Um. But um, Carol's insistent on taking Henry to the hilltop, and the king, mm-hmm. you know, he's 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 worried. It, it, you know, they talk about how, you know, he worries about his children. you his child, and you know, Carol yeah, says, "Well, he, you know,
3: thinking like a father." Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: And then they talk about how, you know, he, uh, you know, his flights of fancy, and then he talks about having somebody to pull him back down to earth. So, you know, again, talking about him and him and Carol. Uh, and so they they take off in their in their covered wagon and uh, and head towards mm-hmm. towards what we think is the hilltop. Yeah. Um,
0: um. And then we so. But unfortunately, they run into some bad dudes on the road. Yeah,
2: some bad dudes. Mm-hmm. Um, Michonne. Then we get this the scene of, uh, we didn't talk about is. Uh, we see Michonne in a room, kind of walking mm-hmm. back and forth, and it seems like she's talking to herself. Yeah, um, and and it's just kind of a weird conversation about. Well, you can tell she's talking about two different people, and she's telling one person, you know, about how Rick isn't there anymore, and then Judith mm-hmm. kind of is walking by, but uh, doesn't you know she she? It's almost like Judith knows what's going on, and then is trying to listen in yet also kind of back away.
3: There's a look of concern on Judah's face yeah. when she sees that. Like, she knows the deal with it, but she's it. She's worried it, for her mother.
1: It reminds me of Carl's worry when, after Lori... The phone, right? I, the whole thing with Rick and the phone and whatnot. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that. I thought of that, because remember, she did...
3: When she lost too much, she did go into that state of taking the bodies and walking with them, like it was
2: yeah, well, one in the comic. She kind of flipped out for yeah like early she on. Did. She kind of flipped out for a little while, and they allude to it even in the
3: show. I think if she did that for a minute,
2: um, but obviously did there's she, a, she
3: she walked with the walkers like right. she used the walkers as companions,
2: kind of right. But I mean, even even after she came to the group in the in the comics like she kind of had that weird
3: mm-hmm. anyway yeah she snapped until she got around people again uh when she her friendship with maggie in the show her friendship with maggie is what kind of not met with a maggie that kind of yeah. brought For her like, back no i'm talking about on the show when she went to uh with the governor before they got to the governor that, when that, she talks
1: wasn't that Lori?
3: yeah, yeah that was Lori or andrea Andrea. André. That's yeah. what I'm thinking of. Andrea, yeah. You know, said, yeah. Her friendship with Andrea is kind of what brought her from the brink because she'd been out there so long. Yeah. Yep. That she started to really lose it.
1: Well, and then after going through what she went through with the governor, she was <laughs> damn near losing it again. Right. She almost lost, lost it again. Lost yeah. It. yeah. Andrea almost. ended up dead and all of mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah,
2: but back with uh, Henry and Carol, of course, they hear somebody yelling for help. Henry. Again, I think Henry, he wants to be the hero. He wants to be... Yeah. Uh, he wants to prove that he he can hold his own weight. I mean, he's been through right. a lot, and he's he's seen a lot of bad things happen. And he happen.
3: has to atone. He, he, and he probably wants to atone, too. For right, what he did. right.
2: I mean, but, you know, when he was a child, he didn't mm-hmm. have the strength and the skill to to be able right. to properly defend himself or to do things um, and to help people. And, and now that he's older he's a teenager so of course you know he thinks he's invincible and uh, Mm. this is one of those situations where of course he runs off and does something stupid it didn't make me eye roll because he's a teenager and he's a child and teenagers they they, they don't listen they think they're invincible they think they know Mm. everything um yeah, he wants to serve.
0: I it's it's really he's being it, raised by Carol. Yeah, yeah. He's a little badass. I mean, he wants to live up to the well, not even he's Car- been not- hearing about what a badass his mom's yeah. been. He wants to live yeah. up to that. I
3: mean, there's that too, you know. Yeah, both of them. He wants to serve. I mean, he he really wants to serve his community. I it it's a lot. It's a lot to weigh on you, especially. I I know he you can't forget what he did. Like you can't forget you know, being responsible for those guys getting out and, you know, the deaths that happen after that. You can't, you can't forget something like that and, and, and being so vengeful um, and almost, uh, uh, you know, crossing a line.
1: I was, I was hoping I was wrong, but I knew the second he jumped out of that wagon, I was like, it's a trap. Oh, sure. I just, oh, for sure. And for I was sure just like, I knew. Come on, don't, it's gonna be, but that whole entire sequence that followed it in that story plot line was fantastic.
3: Yeah, you, yeah, Mama, Mama Carol. Mm-hmm. Listen, Mama Carol, you don't her role when she plays a role, you just go with the role. Yep. Oh, <laughs> Mama Carol always has a plan. You don't don't question Mama Carol. That's you should know better.
2: And she just takes it in stride. You know, once once they find out, okay, that it's it's Jed and the rest of the Saviors and Mm -hmm. he talks about how so we find out that the Saviors, their community just totally crumbled. Like after you know, they were they were that dependent on on the other communities to to try and survive, and once that all went away, that was it.
3: There were too many dicks in there. Yes. (laughs) They could the ones who could go to other communities because they mentioned it. The ones that could go to other communities went to other communities. They were accepted. The rest of you? No. Yeah. Damaged goods.
2: And and Jed is, you know, he's like, Okay, you saved my life back then. I'll I'll return the favor to you, but I'm gonna take Mistake. all I'm gonna take all your stuff. Oh, and I'm gonna take your mm. wedding ring. Which don't, I mean that's don't. just that, that's just petty and vindictive, that's right? Just like being a dick. You're, you're, you're poking just, a mama bear. Dude. Yeah. You're poking you're a mama. Bear, poking just, a mama. Bear. I mean,
0: po- you poked her a little too far hard. Yeah. He could literally she
2: go gets- into any house in any of these, you know, yeah. anywhere and find you know twelve gold rings if he wanted. Yeah, because I mean, these mean nothing now.
3: Yeah. It,
1: yeah it's- no value as far, other than sending it you know. Just to mess, It was
0: only to mess yeah, with her. Yeah, it. it it. It's like when she says, you know, oh, or he says, like, I meant to tell you, I really like what you did to your hair. You know, yeah. he's just he's totally just messing with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, remember in the, earlier in this season, he was like, yo, all you did was get one lucky shot. Yep. Remember? Yep. He, he heard the still got he a, still a chip her. on his shoulder about her.
3: Yeah, he's probably heard talk of her and and what Rick and them could do and. You know, he laughs at all because you look at Carol. She plays that role. Yep. Yeah. Look at me like I'm something to play with. Like I'm just not, oh, you know, I'm no danger to you. Do that. I want you to do that. And of course, look Henry. That's what all, all the dudes in Terminus thought, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. See how that turned That's, out? Yep. <laughs> Carol goes, my enemies don't live. Yes. You know, I don't have any
1: enemies that are still alive. Do okay? you want Terminus? Because this is how you get Terminus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. And of course, Henry
2: again being impatient. He he. Mm-hmm. I, I love the move. Right, like he flips the yeah. stick up. He grabs it. Sure. whacks the wax. Jed knocks him down. All your time though. Right. And Carol's you like, yeah, these time. guys are all surrounded. Yeah, you could probably kill Jed. That's easy. But mm-hmm. the twelve other people that all have guns will shoot you dead in a heartbeat, and it'll. All all right.
1: I, I liked his little Daniel Larusso moment oh, sure. and everything, and and um. You know, it's very, like, I think Jim said it, you know, we expect that with a teenager or, mm-hmm. or whatever, and it's, I don't know, I just, I I really was annoyed by his character before, but this episode makes me think, okay, this character has the room to grow, and maybe they're going yeah. to.
2: So. I, yeah, I think so. I think, again, this is, yeah. you know, the and one thing. It's your mom. Yeah, the one thing about a child and trying to get a learning experience versus a, a, a teenager uh, I think the learning part of this is going to stick with him a little more. He's you're mm-hmm. a little more mature. I mean, yes, you're a teenager and you're going to be stupid. That's just the, you know, goes with the territory. But right. given the fact that he's older and I, he gets it like he's once he I mean, we'll get to it down the road. But once he sees that mm-hmm. she has the ring back on, I think that was that was probably the aha moment for Henry where he's like, oh, OK, that was Padawan. You learned. Yeah, this is, I just this needed is, to buy my time. And
3: yeah. This is why you get you get them all. You don't you don't just kill yes. a few of your enemies by rushing. You wait right. and you get all of them.
2: Called Don Corleona, them all, right? ass.
0: Yes, and that joke my dad used to tell. You know, you can either about the two bulls. Oh, yes, to right. field the cows. You know, let's rush uh-huh. down there and, and make love to one of those cows. Why don't we walk down there, take our time, and make love to all, all the cows? Yeah, yeah that's right. Same, same deal here. It's like wait your time. You know, be and patient. He's really,
3: and And William's reacting in a way that we all would if you if I were you know you were there with your mother Henry. and you would be Henry. Henry, Henry I mean you were there with your mother, you would be protective, and you probably would do something stupid, but you would be that way, yeah. you know, and taking your father's ring, you know like doing that you know it means something to your father and your mother it it would make you want to do something wrong. You know, yep. for the situation. He, he he reacted in a way that I can't question it. I can't be mad yeah, at yeah. him for yeah. it. At all. And
2: in, in his brain, he probably feels like, okay, if I get the drop on this guy, I can get... Like, he's not thinking ahead yeah. enough. He's thinking in the moment. <laughs> no. And he's right. right. Like, yes, he could probably get the drop on Jed and totally take mm-hmm. him down. And But he's not thinking, again, his his young mind is not playing this out mm-hmm. four steps down Wait, the road.
0: Wait, a teenager acting impetuously? Right. No. Yeah. No! I don't do. believe it. As a right. former
2: teenager myself, and have raised two teenagers, <laughs> let me tell you something about teenagers. I was going to say. <laughs> you were a teenager, Russ? Well, you know, yeah. at, at yeah. one point.
0: Yeah, Russ and I used to race uh, race dinosaurs. Uh, <laughs> we back did. <laughs> back in the olden days. always <laughs> so. had the faster dinosaur. <laughs> Favorite question
3: for a teenager, why'd you do it? And yes. You, you get no answer. You get mm-hmm. no answer because they don't have a reason. No, you get an answer. It's, uh. No, you, all, you don't get an answer. No, time.
2: it was, mine's always, well, what were you thinking? Yeah. Well,
1: obviously I wasn't. Yeah, actually Right. All right.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. So back to Eugene and Rosita, and uh, they're, they're trying <laughs> to get the radio working, uh, right. or extend the range of the radio, so they're out there, and. And this is where Eugene kind of has his his thing with Rosita where he's like what in his bed. Yeah, yeah. Right. And he's kind of going on her but the fact that she's wasting her time with like a a man of god instead of a man of science, right. you know, Eugene doesn't right. understand the whole religious
0: thing. Um Eugene is not exactly suave with the ladies either. Nope. It's nah, not, really, not really his strong suit.
1: He's trying to blind him with science and he just doesn't have it. You, no,
3: John. You don't. You don't spit game by by throwing dirt on the on the other dude. No, that's, that's not how. You, that's not going to work.
1: No, you just uh, doctor with uh, Photoshop some pictures of him with another lady, and you know, drop them off in an envelope.
0: Yeah, go them. to the local CVS. Yeah. Right? They, they, they totally have Photoshop in this. Uh,
1: sure, sure. It's but, been six years, Jim. You don't know.
0: Yeah, go to their Facebook. Yeah, put it up on that. <laughs> And how did that work out for you, Rich? <laughs>
2: <laughs> so we see Michonne is training Judith. She has her own little sword, her mini, her mini Michonne sword, and we see that that's you know time for her lessons. Well, lesson number one was the 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 training when she was out there doing her thing, and uh, and Luke asks, you know, what what changed? You know, why? You know, they talk about they used to let people in and. You know, what What changed, and nobody seems to have a straight answer.
3: Ominous uh, television question yes. that won't be answered right yes. away.
2: I, so here's I, – I wish Aaron was on this week because I'm curious what he th- mm. he would think. Because I think of all of us, he's probably the most critical of the, the Negan character. So um, mm-hmm. we had this exchange with Negan and Judith, and mm. she's doing her math homework. And is asking this problem about the airplane, and Negan's like, like, w- why do you care? Like, the, you know, math is supposed to be relevant to your real life. And he asks her, "Do mm-hmm. you think you're going to see an airplane again in your in your life?" And she's like, "No, probably not." And he's like, "Well, why are you doing this problem then?" Because.
0: But actually, what I mean, the best part of the scene isn't even that. It's when she shuts him totally yes. down at the end of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He goes yeah. through that whole story about the stray dogs, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then Judas is just like, yeah, and look how that turned out for you, pal. Yeah, all right. I was like,
3: oh, damn. And we all, I think we <laughs> got a little bit. through right there. And we might have gotten a little bit of what probably happened in that six years in the community to make them the way they are.
2: You think it had to do with Negan?
3: Not Negan. I'm talking about another group. I think something else happened. Oh, I don't sure, think Negan sure. ever got out. Yeah, yeah. I think it would, you know, I think it was just something happened with someone else that they brought in. Cuz the way Negan described it to her it was like he's trying to like kind of teach her that lesson. It's not a bad lesson that he he's not wrong either. Right. No. But I like she's the- gonna have to accept that. Like she's she's very she's the hope of the group, right? We know that. She's she's the light, she's the she's the hope. And this time it it probably will be a good thing for this group. But I think some of that was a hint that
0: this didn't exactly go right.
1: Could be but when they I don't brought know. some people I, just, in. I
0: personally just love the way she just wasn't buying his BS. I mean, oh. Oh, it sure. would have been so easy for them to write this and with her being, sure. like, oh wow, Negan is too you know the Jedi Master or whatever, but she's just like f you, buddy. Yeah. You
3: know, I you think, heard think heard with heard that, I think with them too, that relationship, she's going to teach Negan just as much as he's oh, going to yeah. teach her. I think that that's the not back more. and forth, yeah. if not more. I think that that's
1: the the back and forth that she's going to. Well, to have with him the first thing she needs to teach him is it's not about the actual words and the word problem it's about learning the math and building from that math it has nothing to do with airplanes and all of that stuff so
3: yeah that's know. the key I, I for Negan if he's going to be in this group she's going to be the key if something she's endangered it's the easiest way to do it I mean it's, if she's endangered and it up to, and it's up to him to help. He will, like I think he will be the he will be someone who will save her. Right? Like that's the the kind of way to kind of show that he's not that he has changed a little bit, even though he's done all the evil things that he's done. Um,
2: it's yeah, interesting because his demeanor was. We got little hints of the old Negan. You know when he told the story yes. about the dog, right? And just kind of his attitude of i know more than you do kid a little Mm -hmm. bit of how he interacted with carl when he wasn't being over the top um definitely not the sobbing mess of a man that we saw last week thank god Um,
3: no i think he's much healthier yeah and i think with the time
2: (laughs) there's something you can get
3: you can get past kind of quickly i think they could do with him what they didn't have time to do with carl in terms of establish some kind of rapport with them, Carl's was too short to make it like he cared. It was it was just too short a time. But with you know with with Judith, I think that they can establish that. Well, and con- you already think she can? He cares. You're, there's already something where you see that he does. Yeah. If he he cares conceivably
2: her. she's been doing this for a while now like this isn't just like the first right. time she decided to sit there and talk to
1: him about exactly math. uh exactly. you know, this is this has been going
2: on for a while now so right
1: right uh, well and i also think he might be underestimating her I, i'm betting a lot of the themes that are the rest of the season will be people underestimating judith i mean there's others but she's basically known no other society or 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 civilization outside of the zombie apocalypse yeah to grow up from a, you know being born into that mm-hmm. they're they're instantly you know it it's they're growing up much quicker. Yeah, she's six years old, but I'm betting maturity wife, she's probably like a teenager at this point. She's definitely got the smarts. You can tell that, from, you know, just the way she is. And, I mean, they don't have screens and TVs and all this other stuff in this. So, you she know, I don't know what that is. She, yeah.
3: Like she, a plane or TV or Instagram or not a single luxury. Time. Not yeah. a single luxury. Yeah. She doesn't know any of that. So,
1: but, um, but but yeah. So I mean, I, the whole thing is is you have to grow up quick in this world. I mean, even Carl and them knew that. But she's starting right. birth on you know, and then we'll I get I guess presumably we'll see a six year old Herschel Maybe I don't know. With I don't uh, know.
3: Well, I I don't know. Just something that I know they're playing with my emotions with Judith I know that by having oh. this kid in here and they're playing my heartstrings worked i like her like she's like so far she she is a good actor that i like you like i'm already invested in yeah i'm already invested in her and her relationship with uh michonne and like even the way the group looks at her when they were looking for her when they thought she was in danger yeah, just to cons- yeah. like the way that it's like we are all her parents. We are all going to protect that little girl. You touch if there's any, you already get a sense that there's anything that happens to this little girl, it's, we're done. Like you are out. We will end you. Like there would, there would never be a time where she is not looked out for. Um, she's kind of the child of the group. I think they all look at her you kind of get a sense that she's the hope for all of them.
1: And there's, I mean, on message boards and stuff last night, and this morning, I was seeing so many, like a lot of people have these theories that mm-hmm. she actually is immune to the, to the, whatever the
3: virus is. If they ever go down yeah. that route. Yeah. I, we don't know. They could, ne- they could do continue the continue to show and never go down that route. Uh,
1: well, right. I, I thought Kirkman said he would never have it solved. It would never be well. There was a lot of
3: nevers. We never. We don't know what the movie might do. The movie might go down that route. It, I, but I mean,
2: there's no point. I mean, in order to test that theory, she'd have to be yeah. fit. Then there's that yeah. whole drama. Like to me, that's just right. silly. Like they, they don't need to go down that road. Yeah.
1: I, So either, but I just, it was because I've heard theories like that before, but man, there was just a lot of posts about it.
3: Because you know why? Because there are so many books, uh, being somebody that works for a library and the amount of stories, especially uh, uh, post-apocalyptic stories, there is always the tendency for the writer to create this uh, uh, device, which is usually a child. That grows up out of this to be the savior.
0: To yeah, end the story. Uh, ch- check out the video game The Last of Us. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly what that's about. That is um, always
3: the case, and so and when you have this situation, you automatically people are going down that road. Off. There's always the one so person that's like immune
2: it. or has the yeah, you know, potential always, for the cure.
0: Always.
2: It's 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 yep, a trope yep. at this point. It's cliched.
0: It's such yeah. a trope. And, it's and it's something trope. I I think that Kirkman has said a few times, and that I totally agree with. That's not what this exactly. is about. Right, right. You know, like, he really... I mean, there are zombies, okay? That's it. That's all he, he's basically told us. He says his... He even said in an interview, his least favorite episode was the one where they were at the CDC. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, because they're, they're even, right. like, a hint of explanation for it or once whatever. Once you do the cure... Once you find the cure, that's the last episode for the logging
2: day. Well, dead. or that's what yeah. the show becomes about. If like they if, okay, if you find right, out that Judith right. is, yeah, a, exactly. is immune, then, then that's right. what it becomes, is them trying to find scientists or doctors or researchers or her yeah. blood. Yeah. Or her dead it's dead just, that's dead not dead dead what dead.
0: this is about at all. It's yeah. about the people and how they're dealing with it and yeah. their relationships yeah. and all that. I mean, this is totally not that kind of zombie story, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're right. It's been done enough times that we don't need that kind of zombie story anymore. We've seen no. that. like no. scadillion, scadillion times. About, Fox is about to do another they're about to adapt another book
3: where there's this virus that turns you into vampire-like and the end of that book is the child who they go after in the beginning is immune to the virus, right? Right. You know, so that that will be that story. But I don't think they'll ever do that for Walking Dead. That just changes the whole purpose. Yeah, of I shit. mean, it's it's just not what it's about, and I'm I'm fine with that. But I but but she's great in another way. Like she is the future. Like her and and Henry and probably Enid when we get to her and stuff. They are the yeah. children. You know, they are. The,
0: I believe the children are future. Oh, just, just give the dollar a day.
3: <laughs>
0: but, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, and also, I mean, they've, you know, the point that, that you were kind of talking around earlier, those, I mean, not only is she like, you know, everybody is invested in her. They watched her grow yeah. up. You yeah know, they they've all helped raise her. All you know, it of takes it takes uh, it's taking that whole it takes a village to raise a child thing mm-hmm. you know to this extreme. Well there's
2: not know? many children I mean, we, learning a little kept,
0: from all of them, right? No, we've not kept, many we've kept her safe. We've kept her alive this right. whole time, you know. We've all done it together. 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 Um right, you know. But they're all learn she's
3: learning from she's learning
0: a little piece
3: from all of them, right? They're all
0: yeah. you know and sharing. She's also something.
3: learning how important it is to work together. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah, she's going on raids with them—not raids, but I mean scouting. She's going guards. out exploring
0: and stuff. I yeah, know. I mean you know that should tell you yeah. something right there. Yeah, yeah. They let her carry a little Michonne yes. blade. I'm telling you, she ain't no joke, and she know how to shoot. <laughs> My daughter's seven. I would not give her a sword. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and she, yeah. and Sorry, she told... knows how
3: to shoot well, right? She's already shown that by shooting those walkers. Oh, yeah, that
2: 100 yards away or whatever. Yeah, Yeah.
3: she don't play already at that age. You know, she's already doing that.
2: Back at the tower, uh, Eugene is up there, and they're triangulating signal, or they're doing whatever it is they're doing with radios uh, to try and get another... It sounds like they're trying to get another repeater going to extend the range, Hmm. um, is, is what it seems like. And so Eugene realizes there's a herd coming... And he yells at, at Rosita to to run, and then he starts to climb back down. He drops his his satchel. Yeah, the movie trope.
3: dropped yeah. the, the and app, it, and then he climbs awesome.
2: down. Now, I didn't I didn't rewind it and watch it again. I probably should have, but I don't know that it would have helped mm. m- me either. But did he purposely kick that ladder over? That's what I thought, too, but I don't, I don't know. I thought it I, fell, maybe, or
3: he – I don't know if he kicked it or it fell, and then he didn't call – because he didn't call it, because he could have just called her and told her to put the he ladder made back contact up. with could, it,
2: and then – yeah, because – and then when, like you're saying, Daryl, he didn't tell her, like, hey, get, get the ladder so I can get down. It almost yeah. seemed to me like he purposely did that so he could fake like he fell in order for her to get close to him. But then at the same time, it's like putting them in danger. So I was a little conflicted over what the real deal was with that.
3: I I didn't get that. I didn't get that. And so when he didn't do anything to her, it makes me feel like maybe the latter felt. Because there's no way he could plan it that by dropping that bag, he would make the horses go away. There's no way he could have known that for sure
1: that would happen just skittish cuz the herd was coming cuz apparently horses just, you know, have flitsy flopsy attitudes about walkers on this show. Well, he dropped well his
3: bag fell right, next right to him. near yeah. them. Right. So that's that's what made the horses go away. But that ladder was the thing that threw me. So I to my mind I thought it dropped. But then I was like, but why didn't
2: you just call her to come and put the ladder back?
1: And I could have sworn that we saw his foot. See, that's flat. yeah.
2: He made contact with the ladder, but what I can't tell is if he, yeah. just in his haste, he he missed and it knocked it over, or I couldn't tell if he kicked it so he, when he fell, he would get sympathy from her, or it would force the two of them to be like physically close. I I don't know. It just.
0: Yeah, I, did, I, a did, I didn't think I mean, any of that. I he just, just kicked he, it over. You know, he's fl- fl- it was floundering around accident. and he kicked okay. it. Yeah,
3: because yeah. it's. He, the, because it he doesn't could. make sense for him to put them in that danger. Yeah, and that's with, the thing that, that that's the
2: thing that kind of pulled me back from it. it. Is just like, okay, that's that's yeah. a little too too much. So yeah,
1: okay. I was just curious. No. i was curious what you guys I think, thought. Yeah. I think it was probably just a bad edit of what yeah. I think that's second, what it was. Wow. That it was he just in his haste kicked it over, but it could have been a squint, Wendy Peppercorn type deal too. I don't it's know. Just
3: that the time frame also was kind of bad. Is that he? She's right there. And it's like, why don't you just call her yeah. and just pull, push the ladder back up there real quick?
1: And and speaking of that too, that's one of the things. And I I, I get past it, but it just bothers me about this show. Like a giant herd of walkers is coming. You mm-hmm. can see them, but I mean, we hear the all around.
3: And yeah, why like, didn't she hear it? Yeah,
1: she's like fifty yards maybe in front yeah. of them she not hearing this i mean it it was just like the whole thing in fear with the record player because it's
3: quiet there's no in this world there's no noise like there's no music playing there's no cars running there's no engines there's no anything going so you should be able to hear a lot better. like we've all been out in nature like that you know so you can
2: you can hear so much well let me tell you having i mean jimmy you could probably attest to this but Having lived out in the country where it's literally a mile away from your next neighbor, you can hear things miles away. I mean, we had a, we had a train yeah, oh yeah, totally. that yeah. was I, – I mean, it's amazing how sound will carry uh, when you're out yeah. in the middle of nowhere and yeah. there's no noise.
3: So to hear those things, like to hear anything walking, you would hear people walking, like at least, even if it ain't the grunting. You'd hear the grunting too. So, yeah, sometimes when they do these herds just automatically just coming out of nowhere, it's like, there's no way you can hear... Like, there's no way you can't hear the herds going, unless they're tippy-toeing and whispering. Like, there's just no way you're not going to hear these, these herds coming at you. It, it Not these many people, You know, not these many
1: walkers. It's definitely a different herd, different type of herd. I mean... Yeah, but it's
3: still a her. It's still mixed with. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. You still. You're still going to hear it. it. They've done this many times before, but I get, You know, it's the purpose of TV. I guess. You know, it's hard to.
1: And I try to get past it, and I do, but just it. Mm. I don't know. It just bothers me. It's like, come on how how is she not hearing that?
3: It's like Michael Myers getting like he's walking slow, like if he, him or or Jason or whatever, they they get hurt and they're like dragging their leg. Don't be talking shit about Mike Myers. Let's move on. But all of a sudden, <laughs> right? They're like a mile away, and then all of a sudden you turn around and they're like two feet away from you. And how can you not hear them coming?
1: The whole, <laughs> I mean, that. Let's move be... on. Stop talking yeah. shit about Mike Myers. Come on, yeah,
3: stop, stop, stop,
1: stop. <laughs> So Henry
2: and Carol kind of have this conversation, and she's he's a little upset with her that she didn't do more, and you know she tries and explains it to him and says you know it's it's because of you. It's like you know you're one day you're gonna ha- you'll have children and you'll understand you know where I'm coming from that you're you're gonna you know go out of your mm-hmm. way to protect your your child and you know tries to to kind of explain it to him. Uh, and,
0: and, yeah
1: good to know that even in the apocalypse that the old oh, you'll understand someday parent line still yes. works. Yes.
0: You think yeah. he would, I mean, knowing what a badass Carol is, you think he might have trusted her a little more that she had something in mind too. But I think he's been forgetting. It's I think cool.
3: after a while he thinks of her as just mom right now. I don't think he realizes that. until after the, you know, the incident. I think she reminded him, before I was your mother. Yeah. I lived a life
1: and made cookies.
3: Yeah, and blew people
2: away. Back at Alexandria, the new group is they're the, the everybody but Magna are pissed at Magna because they feel like she right. kind of screwed them over. And she's she's committed to saying like we need to convince them or we you know we need to go back to it and the rest of them are just like no we're just we'll keep doing what we what we've been doing, we'll we'll keep, you know, we'll move mm-hmm. on, we'll carry forward, we'll find another group, we'll find somebody else to to, to deal with, you know, just not basically not give up. Um, and they want the necklace because apparently, uh, uh, the the other member of the group, um, uh, what is her name? It is Yumiko. Uh, her necklace had yeah. had a knife in it. And they want they want the necklace, and you know because they feel like okay we need to we need to be you know be open and confront them, and, uh, right. and she she doesn't give it to them. She takes it off, but she doesn't actually give it to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then she
3: she almost repeats a lot of what. Remember when Rick came into the town again? Mm-hmm. Remember when he said you know like repeats that thing of listen, they have to take us. If they don't take us, we just take over. I don't right? yeah. like. He, you know, so matter of fact, like when he was so traumatized by that, you know, being out there for so long. It's like they wrote this repeating what Rick, you know, the state of mind that Rick was in at that time. She's just repeating it because of all that trauma.
2: Yep. So after they have their discussion, now we cut back to Carol and Carol gets her oh, revenge. Oh. She sneaks back into the camp. Oh. She comes across Jed. Mm-hmm. And Interest yeah, you kind of see that there's a gas can. You look down at Jed and he's definitely wet. Uh, and, mm-hmm. you know, he he tries to talk her out of it and she strikes the match
0: and said, you know. No, 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 you got it. This line is too good. To <laughs> he swears up and down. You'll never see them again. And she says, yes, I yes, know. Yes. <laughs> yes. That, that yes. <laughs> fire. That's a lot fire. moment.
4: Oh.
1: Somewhere in 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 the relics of the civilization that are somewhere out in this world now, mm-hmm. couldn't have found her a pair of sunglasses uh, to, to as she walked away and those flames clicked up just. Mom? Nah,
3: she don't need it.
1: It was my nice Carol, it,
3: dude. She's Carol. She, she don't need it. it. She don't need fake stuff I like just, that. She don't need that. She
1: don't need it. Yes, it was like a Michael Bay moment, you know. Will Smith walking away. From
3: uh, you know that the- moment. That was a Carol yeah. mom moment. That was a that was a like when she said when she said you didn't have to take the ring and you did. She's and like I was she, fine with the ring, said,
2: but you threatened my son. I was fine with the ring. But you hurt my son. Yeah. When she
3: when she says you hurt my son. That's enough. Yep. That's enough right there. You, you were already dead. Basically yep. what she's
0: saying is you were already dead. When you hit him, you were you were dead the moment you hit my boy. What's this in Pulp Fiction? You don't run a race car into the red? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what we happened. Her, you her, had me her, her, her meter went into the red, and you're done. You would
3: have been good. You would have been good. You could have took all this stuff. It would have been good. We would have been fine. Everything would have been great. You would have went off and pillaged more but you don't
0: touch Carol. When face. she said, I know to yes. him and said, yes. I, like, <laughs> I was just, I literally was watching it and just said to myself, and yes, I like it because it's, yeah. go it's,
2: again, you know, we've had this whole thing with justice running one way or the other, who, mm-hmm. who they get to, you know, who lives, who dies. And again, Carol's in that moment and takes care of it. And I'm, I, I'm I'm glad for it. It was the it was the the right move. Like these guys obviously are going to continue to be a thorn in their side. Uh it's been 6 yep. years and they're still they're still looking to, to
0: still ain't learn. And like they said any of them who would have left to move into the settlement's right, house, right. they so, already did. You you're just damaged goods.
2: So I kind of like that we're just it's like the, the, and again, it was like closing the book on the sanctuary, right? You know, they talked about how that community's gone. These are kind of the remnants. Everybody else has assimilated or ran their own way. These these are the last, Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, you literally burned them down.
0: Um, And it's exactly the opposite of what Rick wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that was the from
3: from Rick's Rick's policy. Yeah, that was the part that Rick wouldn't didn't get didn't understand. The, the, you, there's too much dirt with some of them. You have to clean. And I think some in the
2: out. end, I mean, we'll never know. But I think in the end, he was kind of getting it. Like I think after that kind of that talk with Daryl it was just like, look, the, yeah. the, the, there comes a point when you could try and be as optimistic as you can about some of these people, but evil's <laughs> evil. Like that, you know, you can only give somebody so many, so many, right. so many chances to screw you over and have them prove they're going to screw you over before you, 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 you know, it's not worth the risk anymore. Exactly. Um. So back to Rosita and, or um, actually back to to Alexandria. Magna goes up to Michonne, and at first she uh she goes up. To, so do you think her intention was was always to
1: turn that over, or was she gonna? Were... Oh, she was gonna go.
0: She's she, gonna break in.
1: I'm pretty sure she was no. going to hurt.
0: Yeah, I mean she. I think she yeah. was originally going to. Do some damage, and then she yeah, saw. Yeah, that's what I thought. And she saw Michonne with the yeah. RJ. Yeah, that changed her. And it, it changed her mind. And seeing she, her with
3: oh, that baby, do it. Yeah, I think I think that she was losing whatever piece of humanity she had, right, with the group, and which is why they showed her about to break in that place and do something wrong and probably wind up dead because Michonne ain't having it, right. But then, when she saw that child, that was the part. To yeah, tether.
2: or or that's her to th- – th- that was her in right. Like she saw that as or, a, okay. I can. Yeah. I can work this. Um, or, she, or, or she. I mean, either did, way, yeah, it yeah, the
3: same. I'm thinking yeah. hopeful. I'm thinking hopeful. And, that's and again, the right since
2: we kind of saw Michonne earlier talking to what we thought was nobody, uh, here we see it again, and we're like, man, she's like again. You're thinking it's the Rick and the phone thing. Um, and then you right. see, know that there's there's a, a little five year old or six year old running around, um, and it, I did not see that coming. Uh, I, I I don't not know why all. I didn't, but I didn't see that coming.
3: Yeah, I didn't uh, see it either. So it's
2: it's gotten real interesting. And again, I guess this is a way to forward that legacy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, now okay, you don't have Carl. Uh, but you have Judith and Rick Jr. who are, you know, at this point they're probably what three, four years apart. I would guess about four years apart. Right. Um, yeah, I would say that. So again, if they ever decide to go, like if they ever decide, okay, they're done and they want to just wipe the slate clean, now you could push this thing ten, mm-hmm. fifteen years in the future, and then it can get kind of interesting because you have these two, these you two could. kids. Uh, you totally around. could.
3: I I do kind of. It's bittersweet though, because I do kind of wish that we had Carl, true. Yeah. So, no, no. No
2: question. Yeah. But I think this is. I, a really way to, do. I think this is a way for them to kind of hit the reset button a little bit on this, until this kid oh, grows up sure. and gets old and becomes a pain in their ass, and then they decide to uh, to sideline him.
3: As of her, with, I mean, with ratings going where they're going, um, it encourages shows to sure. take chances. You know, and I could like didn't know I could see them flipping time each season, maybe, and then finishing out, maybe I don't know.
1: You know, one thing that would be kind of cool, um, outside of this show, I think the parent show remains the parent show, and we have fear, we have these movies coming up and whatever else, but it it would be kind of cool to have like an American Horror Story type anthology, Fargo type thing where. We just have – a season, every season, it's about a different group somewhere else on the globe and dealing with this apocalypse and stuff.
3: Well, that's what it seemed like the movie was that they're talking about, not just with Rick, but when they said for the movies, it would we want to show what's going on in the rest yeah, of and the it, world. It also
2: sounds like they're going to be doing some – probably what's like web-exclusive shorts or something like that, more, yeah. more of that kind of thing. right.
3: That's where we get to yeah. see things like. that. I
0: think if fear. Two um, words. Or two words. Zombie yeah. Disneyland. <laughs> I think if fear ever goes
2: yeah. away, I think maybe that's what I could easily see them going in that direction and saying, "Okay, we're just gonna. Oh, for sure. You know, we're gonna we're gonna hire these actors. We're gonna have them come in. They'll mm-hmm. do their ten episodes or whatever it is, and they're in and they're out. And I, I think right. that the variety and the level of talent you can get to kind of come in for a limited oh, engagement I can see that. Uh, could be quite a bit because you're not having to. You know, if if it's like okay, we have the budget for two, you know, quote a list actors or b list actors or whatever it is, we know we only have to pay them for this season, and then they're in and they're out, and then that you know it's Mm -hmm. it's not a situation where okay, we got to sign them to a three year deal, and then that then the show is popular enough, then we got to re up, and of course they're you know you know they're going to want to renegotiate, and you know blah blah blah. So I I could easily see if if fear goes away, them going down that route.
3: Can play with and have different directors sure. too. Do to, you know? Come in and what if you got to play in this world for you know maybe four episodes or something?
2: Yeah. Yep. What would you do? Yep, yep. But anyway, so Magna gives her the the knife, and you know tells her that you know she's done she's um. done terrible things, and Michonne says we've all done terrible things. And they kind of have a right. bit of a moment, and I think Michonne is starting to come around. And then she has this conversation with Judith, where Judith talks about, "Oh, Judith was was on the on the steps with a gun. She was ready to back her up, mm-hmm. yeah, right? Seeing that little child with that huge huge ass gun, it's like, kid, that would uh, it it knock you clean out." Um, but, but but again, it just kind of shows like she's in that mode that that's who, you know, that that's the world she lives in. That's that's who she is. And then, you know, that Michonne and her have a conversation about how uh about, mm-hmm. you know, letting letting him stay and about her dad. And, you know, she talks about how mm-hmm. she can barely remember Carl's and her dad's voices, that they're almost like whispers and that she she yeah. tells Michonne she hopes that she still remembers what they sound like. Uh
3: and it kind of shows you is not all just light and, you know, like she's just gullible, you know, just being... Oh, she doesn't come off gullible at all. No. But she shows she's ready with that gun, to, you know, to take care of business if necessary, too.
1: So at the top of the show, she may physically be like seven, eight, nine years old, whatever she is, but she's definitely mentally immature. Uh, much older than that, I mean...
3: Well, yes. that's the thing. I mean, take it to a real world for a sec. That's the thing when you go to other countries that sadly are under warfare all the time and you have children that grow up under that mm-hmm. of those horrible uh, circumstances. It's just incredible how no matter what you thrive, you survive. We, you know, the human, humans, we survive no matter what situation we're put in. Um, how they take to it. You know, when you, you, you just take to it as being, you, they're used to it, you know, and constantly having to worry about your life all the time, they've they become battle ready. Yep. You know, she would be that way. You know, that's Judas' entire, she'd always have to worry about that, right? You, If it's not walkers, you worry about attacks from other groups. You know, like she's she experienced all of that. From yeah. a baby on, yeah. so this is nothing new to her.
1: Oh, so we can... well, she was born in the boiler room of a yeah. prison. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, yeah. To Rosita, we come back to Rosita and Eugene, and they're they're on the on the run, and uh, are trying to be on the mm-hmm. run, and <laughs> this is where Eugene decides he's going to confess his love to. Uh, <laughs> to Rosita, and she's like, Don't make it weird, <laughs> Don't man. Get like, weird, come on, let's get out of here. Wow, good timing, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Don't make it weird.
3: You know, when you know you're not gonna get with this woman, when she says, Don't yes, make it yes. weird, you've been exactly. friend life, my friend. Yes, just put the F yeah. on your head.
1: It's even more than the friend zone thing, I think, for as long, I mean, they've been together since pretty close to the beginning of. World well he far. was the, the little He's,
3: pervert he used to watch her with uh, remember yeah, with when
1: she said she, yeah. she made a joke on him he used to watch her it with seemed, uh, they seem more hey. brother sister than anything else though. she for
0: sure looks at him like you can go uh, hang out with Sir Jorah from uh, Game of Thrones though. little brother more than that thanks. in the friend zone yeah like for sure
3: that's his it's his place
2: um, but th- to kind of cut it it's just to avoid kind of the cut back and forth but uh as they as they continue on uh they get to the point where they realize that they're kind of losing the the race and uh, and they decide to just kind of get down in the mud and just bury themselves in the mud uh, which smart. is smart to cover over so you know conceivably it would be to cover their smell uh, and then cover them visually and then, as the herd is walking by, you hear this voice in a whisper. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Mm-hmm. Uh, that says don't don't let them escape or don't let them get away. Or
3: where are they? They're, they're, one of them got to be but, nearby. I
2: think. Yeah. Creepy. Yep. Um, so obviously yep. they're going to take this knowledge back <laughs> back with them because that's unexpected. Sure, because you heard
3: it. It, it. Their reaction. Yeah,
2: they heard it. Um, but we go back to to Carol and Henry, and they're going along and. Uh, again they kind of continue their conversation about mother and son and all this kind of stuff and henry looks Mm -hmm. over and notices the ring (laughs) yes well he apologized first yeah he apologized her yeah but he notices the ring and so again he Mm -hmm. knows "Ah, i should have just bided my time because she had a plan because of course she has a plan because she's carol (laughs) um and so as they, they continue on he says oh you're you're You've gone off the road, and you know, this isn't the way to the hilltop. And she's like, Yeah, just keep your eyes on the road, I'll, I'll, I'll drive. Uh, and of course, they come across somebody, and it's Daryl. And so, I'm oh, guessing that this was the plan all along is that she never, in- oh, sure. So,
0: he made what 50 grand a <laughs> word this episode,
2: like he, yeah, sure like did. That, he sure like
0: something like that. Did. Uh, Man. Nice work yeah. if you can get it, huh? So they pay for carrying
3: that backpack. That was a big backpack. But
2: my, my guess is Carol wants him to learn from Daryl.
3: Uh, oh, yeah. You learn the does. ways.
2: So I imagine we're probably going to get... You'll learn yes. the ways of the Force. I, I, I imagine <laughs> we'll probably get an episode, if if not in this half, the back half of, the, of, of Season 9, where it's going to be the Daryl and Henry <laughs> episode, where, you know, kind of like we got the Daryl and the... Um, What's her right. name? He'll be carrying Daryl in a backpack. Yeah, the Daryl and uh, what was her Maggie's sister uh... Beth. Thank you. Beth? The, the, like the kind of like the Daryl and Beth episode. Yeah. I think we're going to get the Daryl and Henry episode. Oh, with the train. Yes, yes. When you can take the pebble from yes. my hand,
3: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he'll lift the rock. Really quickly.
2: Back at Alexandria, we see Michonne getting up. She's getting uh-huh. dressed. And we see an X-shaped scar on her back, like conceivably where yep. a kidney would, would be. Um, uh-huh. And then she gets she gets dressed and goes along. Uh, we see that the new group uh, is getting ready to leave, that uh, Yumiko has, has been healed, uh, and they're ready to head on their way. And then Michonne rides up in the horse and says, you know, basically – Okay, you can't stay here, but there's another group that yeah. might take you in. <laughs> I'll I'll escort you there and basically put in the good word and if it works out you can you can stay there. And again, kind of change of change of heart on Michonne's part. And it, and it made sense, right? Like she can't if if she lets them stay, well, A, I they I mean, she can't make that decision unilaterally, but it, it would almost seem like she's right. coming, she's going back on her word or like loses right. face in front of the group. And given that she's in the position she's at, that that's an important thing. But at the same time, she realizes she was kind of being mm. about uh, the way she was treating these people and that right. you know, she should be more willing to give them a chance and has a little bit of a change right. of heart. Right. So it's like, she she's going to kind of split the difference and say, okay, fine, I'll take you to these people and, and see, and see what they say. And if they, cause she could have yep. stayed
3: the Negan yep. way and just kicked them out like it's you know, like just my word i can't go back on my word because they can't see weakness but she yeah. found yeah and another i thought option.
2: that was smart again and it doesn't seem like it's the show being flip floppy or you know kind of lazy writing or or whatever there there was a real reason for her to kind of have a change of heart uh, and there was a real reason for her to do what she did uh so again it it, it made it made sense and that's kind of where we're at with this episode. Before we do our busters and the audience busters, maybe a word from our sponsor?
1: Sure. I mean,
0: oh, go ahead, man.
1: Uh, I was going to ask you, Jim, do you like comic
0: books? Of course, I love comic books. Are you kidding me? Do you buy a lot of comic books? Uh, not as many as I'd like, but I have things like rent and food to deal with. Uh, do
1: you like paying cover price for comic books? Oh, hell no. Well, what if I told you you didn't have to? You could go to our sponsor, DCBService.com, and get up to 30%, 40 50% off of your favorite comic book type. I'd say you were pulling my legs, sir. Mm-hmm. I would not pull your legs, sir, because I know that that might hurt. So, but what I am telling you is you go to DCBService.com, Check out the specials they have going on. You can pre-order uh, each month. Um, what is it, for three months out, yes. Russ? Yes, if you order – like
2: the November orders are for uh, – the com- the November solicits are for orders that will be fulfilled in January.
1: January, yep. Um, and I just finished my initial part of my November order earlier today. Um, but it's not just comics, it's all kinds of geeky goodness, like t-shirts, uh, statues, toys, action figures, um, all kinds of little tchotchkes, um, for Walking Dead, the different compendiums, or, you know, the trades, uh, you can get your Walking Dead pretty much any way you can think of, um, for 40-50% off, so, um, and the nice thing, and I, you know, this is something we all appreciate, and especially Russ, uh, is the way they ship the books. It's like they don't just pack it in the box. They pack it in the box and surround it with love. And that love is a form-fitting foam that keeps your books secure and safe, and they arrive on your doorstep like they came right off of the press. So check out DCBService.com and their sister site, InStockTrades.com. We think Don't
0: that- forget, we're only like, what, five weeks out from Christmas? six oh, weeks out Oh my from, goodness. From Hanukkah and Christmas and Kwanzaa and Festivus and all those things. So you got a I Walking know. Dead fan on your list. Or if you just have somebody who's uh, geeky and likes cool stuff, this is uh, definitely a place you want to shop and save yourself some money. Crazy. Excellent. I know Thanksgiving is next week. Ugh, it's blowing God. my mind. I know a friend
2: told me that
3: today, and I was like, You're, "Why are you playing jokes on me?"
1: Not funny. So, no. Real quick, um, I got work calling me, so um, I have to drop after we do busters. So, alrighty. So I'll let
2: you go first. No, nope. Richard. What's your buster go rating on. for tonight? For for this episode?
1: I have to give this one four point seven five busters. Um, I I don't know. I feel kind of the same way I did at, with the um, gradual reboot that they did in Fear, and I don't know. There's I I have a lot of hope in having some really good stories coming along, and not have some one story that drags out for two seasons. So uh, I'm, I'm excited. I like the new characters. Um, I like Judith. I think that she's definitely. <laughs> Uh, Got the badassness of her mom and, um, you know, the attitude of her biological father at times. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just, I I really enjoyed all of it. I like where they're going, you know, what they're introducing with what we heard with those walkers walking past Rosita and Eugene. Um, I don't know. I I think that the only thing the episode lacked was a complete sentence by Daryl. So, (laughs) 4.75. Daryl?
3: Uh, I give it a four out of out of five. I, I enjoyed uh, I really enjoyed the episode. I like I liked the what happened with the time jump and what they did with it. I liked Judith. I like you know you know, the Carol scenes. I mean there was nothing really except for the monologue in the beginning, um that I didn't care for, but other than that, I mean it I think they did a good job of setting up what's you know, happened in, you know, this time. And, uh, and I'm really curious to see what's the deal with Hilltop. And, you know, I'm glad they didn't, like, just rebuild the bridge and that would have been, like, symbolism, symbolism, like, throughout the whole thing. And, and they actually show that, you know, everything just didn't work out just because, you know, uh, and there are things that still need to be done. And I like that. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to to what's coming, even though it's only two episodes, and then i got to wait.
2: Very
0: good. Jim? I'm with Mr. Taylor on this. I give it a four out of five. It was a solid start to after the time jump. That awesome Carol sequence, which I'm always a big fan of, as you guys well know. Uh, I'm interested enough in the new characters and the new status quo to stick with it to see what's going on and um I thought it was I thought it was pretty well well played and well implemented, so I'll give it a four out of five.
2: I will give it four and a half uh, I thought this again this week was better than last week uh, I think the Carol scene is what put it over the top uh that that was just uh out outstanding um i you know I like mm-hmm. the judith stuff uh, judith is is really uh it, it's funny we saw her extremely briefly last episode and got a pretty good dose of her character this week. Uh, I think that actress is is, you know, for a child actress is doing pretty, is a pretty good job. Uh, So hopefully more to come with her. And I'm, I'm really curious to see what's going on with Michonne uh, and, and, and what's going on with her character and what, what these people have been through. That's kind of put them in this uh, state that they're in six years later. So, uh, so yeah, more, more goodness, but nobody cares what we think. We have a, Fantastic face group.
0: That's why they've been listening for they two hours, because they don't yeah. care. <laughs> uh, of course, they always
2: care. Uh, but we have a great Facebook group over at, on, on the Facebook.com, uh, the Walking Dead TV podcast group. Um, so you can join us over there uh, if you so choose. Uh, Walking Dead uh, Facebook.com slash groups slash WDTV podcast. Uh, and as we have every week, we put up our since we're in the main show now, it's our, our Buster ratings. When fear is on, we do our Toby ratings. Um, but we do have our Buster ratings uh, for this episode. And Mr. Dietz, will you, will you read?
0: Absolutely. Our time-honored uh, tradition of Buster ratings. I uh, also wanted to mention the Facebook group, you can get direct links to uh, Aaron Neuwirth, who every week uh, can't be with us, but all but, also... But Every week, writes a, uh, a review of each uh, episode. There's a link to that uh, right in the Facebook group. So if you want to check that out as well. Plus, you know, fun memes and, and discussion and, and all kinds of other stuff. Lately, there's been a lot of uh, discussion about what the whole A and B thing means. Uh, so and that's pretty I, interesting. I'm sorry. Just uh, but real we, quick. Uh,
2: well, go ahead. And just a, a reminder to, every, to everybody just, you know, we, we try and keep things positive. Um, you know, a lot of people have a lot of different opinions. There's a lot of folks that are passionate about. How they feel about the show and, and sometimes that comes through in the group so you know if somebody has an opinion that isn't necessarily one you share you know just try and be open-minded about it uh there are a couple posts last week that i almost came uh and and i was going to talk to the guys about deleting because they kind of borderline on a little uh a little aggressive towards somebody that made a comment um that they weren't weren't happy with but just remember you know not everybody likes every episode every every episode not everybody hates every episode um so just kind of kind of keep that in mind
0: we like to follow wheaton's law exactly don't be a
2: well said yeah Yeah. it's
0: it's an easy it's an easy maxim to live by oh we said carol for you yes you don't want that you don't want that look what happened to jed Brent Jones starts us off. Three Aaron's robotic hand out of five. Uh, (laughs) I forgot to mention. We forgot to mention that the robot hand. Yeah, Yeah. that's how you get Skynet. You know. Um, I I don't know, guys. I'm curious enough to stay in for now, but the six-year gap is a lot for me to digest. Then you add in so many new faces, and not just the group on trial, but who was the tough guy in Alexandria that met the new group, or the guy at the end of the council? And suddenly, Father G is the trusted voice of reason leading this council, and he's dating my girl. Fear fear next week I'll have to riot gulp. Uh and Daryl is a nomadic <laughs> woodsman now. <laughs> and Negan buzzed his hair. Uh we've been with this group since Rick woke up, watched it grow and evolve. Sure, we've skipped uneventful winters and then eighteen months of post war rebuild where apparently the cop and lawyer never once discussed holding anyone accountable for their crimes. But this big of a time jump is just weird to me. So much backstory to fill in. I'm still going to ride this season out, but I feel I may have enjoyed just seeing some of that time rather than waiting for someone to explain it to another character so I can know what's going on. Oh, and Eugene has a rat tail. <laughs> uh, Kevin Berry wrote in, four little plastic ricks out of five. Uh, good character moments to establish new roles for people, and I'm still intrigued about how the story plays out. There's a lot of the six-year time jump story that I want to know, but I guess that's why we have a The Walking Dead made-for-TV universe. Uh, Samantha Jackson, five saviors roasting on an open fire. <laughs> I love five. that. <laughs> now that's Christmas right oh, there. Oh, yeah, that is Christmassy for sure. As long as I've got Queen Carol the roof far, I'm good. And then Mike Jones wrote in. That was old-school Carol. should not even break a sweat. <laughs> oh, oh. Word, dude. I'm the, I'm the Carol core for sure uh susan monk four airplane word problems out of five interesting to see the changes from the comic and mentions of things to come other things stay the same guess once a savior always a savior burn baby burn don't f with carol <laughs> uh when the herd was coming toward the tower why did rosita just climb up they could both wait there waited there until they left that's what i thought she was going to do by the way mm-hmm. has daryl lived in the woods ever since rick disappeared omg rj i knew it and i'm thrilled uh, DeRay Irvin, I'm in the middle of some major college papers, so I'll be quick. I loved it. Five sassy Judith and Negan banter scenes out of five. Uh, Mike Jones, 4.75 whisperer field trips out of five. Surprisingly enough, my favorite episode of the season. I'm a little confused by the new group getting taken to Hilltop and was sad that Eugene didn't get to tell Rosita how in love with her he is, but a solid episode. I'm quite confident Father Gabriel will fumble enough plays to get a lot of people killed, maybe even Judith. Wow, have some faith in Gabriel, man. Uh, Johnny Store, five times, our five X marks the spot out of five. Solid. Freaking solid. The only thing that bothered me was the Fear of the Walking Dead interview style they did. Why do I have the feeling Daryl's living by the river where Rick went in and is looking to find his body? I'm uh, pretty sure that's where they're going with that. Are the Saviors Group totally gone? Did I hear that right? It failed and it's gone? Uh, someone clear that up. RJ, wasn't that her son's name from the comic? Pretty badass. This show is back. I hate kid actors, but so far so good, so time will tell. Uh, did you notice that on the previously it showed Carol kick in that savior to the, and knee to the ground, but in the show that was never shown? Uh, side note, I listened to about five or six Walking Dead podcasts. Last, week's you, last week you guys killed it over everyone else. Just wanted to say keep up the great work, guys. It's thanks, impressive. Man. Well, yeah. thanks, man. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Katie Levesque wrote in, 4.5 out of 5 sizzling saviors uh, Carol took out. No looking at the flowers, moments for them. Uh, I'm intrigued to see what happens next to the remaining badass characters, Michonne, Daryl, and Carol. Also, guys, your podcast continues to be enjoyable on a weekly basis. Keep up the great discussions and content. Thank you, Katie. Uh, Mary Terpecki, four common core math (laughs) with Negan out of five. (laughs) Oh, man. A solid episode for me. At first, I was nervous that Michonne was turning into angry Maggie 2.0, but by the end, she had softened up a bit. Uh, Carol continues to be my favorite character on the show and really never mess with a mom. What were they thinking? Hopefully, that was the end of Stupid Moments for Henry, but I'm not holding my breath. (laughs) I can't help it. I absolutely adore Judith. Glad we saw the interaction with Negan, even if it included algebra. Uh, I like the casting for the new group, especially Connie and Kelly. Uh, very happy to have gotten a glimpse or a whisper of what's coming up next. Can't wait for the next few episodes. Uh, Nitto Jamal Stewart wrote in. Five solid Michonne and Carol mom hugs out of five. I'm actually I'm actually surprised how good the show is, even without Rick. Uh, the new Judith has been written and acted very well. She's smart, strong, and stubborn. The perfect combination of Rick, Michonne, and Carl. Uh, The new group is very interesting, giving us, the audience, the chance to meet them while also meeting the new council was brilliant writing. I love the action. The Savior's attack and demise at the hands of Carol was fire, literally and figuratively. (laughs) Uh, The angst tied to Rosina and Eugene running from the walkers was also great. But what got me was the parenting and blended families that the show has created. Henry referring to Ezekiel and Carol as mom and dad wore my heart. Ezekiel shutting down Henry's attitude was probably some of the best writing of a man talking to his son that the show has ever done, and that includes seven years of watching Rick interact with Carl. Uh, Gracie running to Aaron happily screaming, Daddy, was beautiful, and Judith sitting on the stairs protecting her mom was heartbreakingly sweet. Uh, These people have no biological connection to their children, yet the love feels very genuine and real. Uh, Side note, Luke kind of summed it up perfectly when he explained his group's relationship to the council. What makes a family? Uh, I end this review by saying Michonne holding her little boy RJ through a brief. Uh, though brief gave me a feeling of connectedness to Rick that I never even realized I needed. Five loving extended families out of five. Wow, that's cool. Uh, Tarek Awar, four knife belt buckles out of five. Uh, this was a really solid episode overall. The only complaint I really had was Magnus playing to kill Michonne to be accepted in the community. Smart thinking, miss. <laughs> I love the Judith, Negus, Judith Negan scene. I also love Badass Eugene making moves on Rosita. And it's nice to know Queen Carol still has a talent for burning saviors alive. Can't wait to next week. Um, and as we just put out in the show, Yuki Yoshi Sawada mentions, uh, Rick said the same thing. Uh, two, when the gang came to Alexandria, we have to make this work, even if we have to take this place ourselves. Rick never took it to knives everywhere, but it did get to Carol. did get Carol to retrieve their weapons back. Camp not pie. Robert Nigro, a 2.5, too long time jumps out of five. I was going to ditch this show after the Rick fake out because, while well, I'm all for surprises, I felt when Rick's final episodes, in quotes, were not his death, and yet the outcome wasn't announced beforehand, like Morgan going over to fear that I had been manipulated. As in having to consider watching yet still more Walking Dead spinoffs and franchises, it felt like be sure to drink your Ovaltine in a Christmas story. But I got a little mad. I got a little mad about it. But I did tune in last night. Now I feel I'm suddenly watching a different show that happens to have some characters and situations in it that I know. I'm not sure. Okay, why I was okay with that with fear, but I feel slightly I'm tricked uh, by the parent show in general, and I'm not just sure about how I feel about what's going on right now or about a whole fleet of new stranger characters. That uh, not uh, to not care much about. So, uh, Richard Chopper Cherry Charrington, the marathon running man. Uh, five zombie worm farms out of five. Love this episode. As I said last week, The Walking Dead has got his mojo back. The time jump has been handled really well, although some of the characters haven't aged that much. Just the hair has gotten longer, and it appears that Carol just doesn't just cook cookies either. <laughs> although I may she have thinks she may have overdone this batch of saviors. Uh, overall, a fantastic episode, and yes, the Whisperers are here. Uh, Rob Cook, four Carol Savior Bakes out of five. Uh, that was old school Carol for sure. In other another news, really looking forward to how the six-year time jump works out. Everyone seems to have moved on, so I'm expecting some backfilling episodes down the line, uh, unless that's going to be in the films. Uh, liking the new characters and Little Ass Kicker is cool and not at all unlikable, which is unusual for child actors in prominent roles. Top Casting. So Negan is a math teacher now <laughs> uh, the wormy tree zombie is the best of the season by far and makes a great novelty bird feeder every garden should have one uh, Eugenia Rosita's uh, full Arnie predator scene at the end was great and the whispers are here uh, Jason Grady two nearly time jumped the shark out of five. I was going into this episode with an open mind but it failed for me on almost all counts there's a difference between there's a difference between Carol being a badass and being a straight- up villain. Burning the Saviors alive like that, towed that line. Uh, The group being pushed over by Judith, the group of survivors is also terrible to watch. What could have been used as a learning lesson for her was turned into just letting her have her way. Uh, The soul-saving grace of this episode for me was the interaction between Negan and Judith. I hope there's more of that to come and the whispers help retain my interest. This is the low point for me of the season so far. Wow. Uh, Karen Shee, four out of five zombie figurine or cowboy figurines, uh, I love this episode. I didn't even notice that Rick and Maggie were gone. I didn't miss Daryl either, so that when he showed up at the end, it was a welcome surprise. I love the darker feel of the episode, though I still smiled and laughed, unironically, at moments. Uh, Magna is already an intriguing character. Surprisingly, I like older Judith and older Henry. Don't really care for Negan's Reformation just so yet. Can't wait to see how Eugene and Rosita escape from that herd next week. Comic readers, the community fair is coming. <laughs> uh-huh. So are the Whisperers. Uh, I'm, I'm going to probably butcher this name, so I'm sorry. Uh, Kaiki Nascimento wrote in, 4.0 new 4. 0 new faces out of 5. Do you know that feeling when the show presents you new characters and you want to know everything about them? I got that feeling in this episode. I'm really looking forward to those 5 new survivors. Little last kicker old Vision, is better than ever. Uh, Henry has a fighter spirit, but he must know he can't just go out there and bash everyone's every bad one's body with a stick, even though that would be cool. Um, you know, it worked for Morgan. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering who made Aaron's metal arm, maybe the Hilltop Blacksmith? I feel like they should let us know what happened at the Hilltop instead of keeping this information for another episode, but I'm guessing Tara is the new leader. I'm curious about how Enid is going to look after the big jump. And Rosita and Gabriel? Seriously? Come on, Rosita. Eugene matches a lot more uh, with you. I just have this feeling that Gabriel is going to die soon. It was a good episode, but I didn't get that feeling I got in the episode five when you can't take your eyes off the screen for one second, but this season is good so far. Uh, Scott Homan, three mass murderers out of five. I give this episode itself a four, but where they have taken the show at two average to average out for a three. I very enjoyed last night's episode as a single episode of the show, or an hour of TV in general, but I don't like where the show has brought itself to. I feel these communities are too diluted. Of important strong characters, Rick being gone was going to hurt the show no matter what. But we still had Glenn or Abraham or some of the other strong characters to fill in. I think it would help out a lot. Uh, each community has one or two only has one or two people in it that I care about now. Um, Kingdom is basically just the King and Carol and a bunch of red shirts. We don't know Hilltop, but probably is only Jesus and Enid there. And even in Alexandria, Michonne is a badass, but other than her, it's the preacher and Rosita, and that's pretty much it. Uh, ever since the group arrived in Alexandria, the cast has grown so big so fast. I don't feel a bond with any of the new people they introduced because it's just impossible for them to get no screen time. It was nice of them to show that one thing hasn't changed over the last six years. Don't F with Carol. And finally, just getting out of the while, Charlie Messing, three out of five. I'm not sure yet about all these changes, but I'm still willing to give it a chance. I'm happy the old stone-cold Carol is back. And wow, so a lot of positive views, but a few mixed reviews there as well. And uh, there, as we mentioned earlier, there are only two more episodes now before the uh, season break, and we'd love to hear your thoughts on them. Just go ahead and join the uh, the group there on Facebook, um, the uh, Walking Dead TV Podcast Facebook group, and you can drop your busters and let us know what you think as well. Let we'd me, love to hear
2: not, from you. not to have us go too too much longer, but just just real quick, uh, I, I'm curious because this is something mm-hmm. that Robert Nigro brought up, and I know that, that some of the negativity I've heard on the season – have a lot to do about the fact that AMC had to broadcast that the final episodes of Rick Grimes, two episodes left of for for Rick this, you know, on the Walking Dead. And I I think a lot of people have kind of their and then when, of course when he didn't die last episode, they feel like the rug had been pulled out from under him. And it just kind of get got back to me or, or the thing that that sits with me is that's all marketing stuff, right? Like it's not it's not in the episode. Right. Like, it, we weren't told in the in the episode or, or in the show, like, hey, Rick right. is leaving, or hey, it's Rick's last episode, whatever. It, it's all the marketing stuff around it, which, again, in a show with declining ratings um, and, and a show that has to try and be able to draw audience in, to draw people in, to make them want to watch, to make them want to watch live, th- those are unfortunately things that just have to be done. I mean, the network has to do what it thinks it, it needs to do to promote. And unfortunately, it kind of ends up spoiling things or, you know, foretelling things that you may not want to know. And then when things don't happen a certain way, you feel like you've kind of been betrayed. But again, I, I tend to, to I mean, as we talked about last week, there are a lot of, of issues with the episode. You know, our our ratings were, you know, mine were, mine was more positive. The others were not, not as positive um, in some areas. Uh, but again, do do you feel it's fair to have the marketing side of it influence what your enjoyment of an episode or not? You know, do you th- do you think do you?
0: Th- I, I... Well, it's, it's interesting you say that because I mean, I I watch it in a vacuum. I don't really see the promotional stuff ahead of time. I don't watch it. I watch it. Uh, I get the uh, episodes on Amazon the next day okay so I don't see the commercials I don't see the promos and if I wasn't on the podcast I would not have known that those those were Rick's last episodes so I know I'm kind of like I said I kind of watch in a vacuum in a weird way but I really um I I don't I think I would have it would have been more of a surprise to me but I don't think it really affected my enjoyment or lack of enjoyment of the episode I think we really addressed this last week as far as like how we felt Rick was sent off you know well or not um but I don't, I see your point though. I mean, yeah, how can you blame the marketing for yeah, it's just, it's, the content?
2: Yeah. You know, it just seems like there's two a lot of folks that are dinging it because it's like, well, because we were told X and we were given Y. And it's like, well, right, but if you weren't told anything and you just watched the episode, I mean, that's, to me, that's what should determine, you know, whether, you know, what you think of, of the show, what you think of the episode. Not, well, uh, you know, I was told that. You know, or or heavily imply that Rick was going to die, and then he didn't die. So I feel like I had the rug pulled out from under me, and I'm like, well, I, I mean, I just think you should just judge the episode on the episode. I mean, if you don't like it because you're like, hey, you know, based on the way things ended last episode, this was the direction they were, I, f- I thought they were going in, and I don't like the story they told. Like that's totally fair. Like I mean, you, I, I, you can't ding somebody because they either like or dislike dislike something. I mean, pe- people's tastes are people's tastes. I just, I guess, I just don't get when mm-hmm. you're allowing outside influences to determine, you know, your enjoyment level for something or not. Uh, and and I, I guess I just, it's just interesting because I I see that, you know, on on several of these posts and there's been other conversations that have been going on. I've seen you know folks that have been posting some of them on their on their personal pages, some of them you know in in the in the in the group and stuff. And it mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I, I I guess I just look at. Judge the content on the content, not on all the kind of noise surrounding it.
3: Yeah, because I think even when there are criticisms we have about the show, it's aside of the promotion stuff, the criticisms are what we saw. You know, like what there were problems with the show, it's the episode itself. So it didn't matter about the what the promotion was. It was that the writing was suffering, you know, um, and that's why we didn't we didn't care for certain things. So, and that was the thing that at the end it was kind of a cop out for Rick, and we you know and that affected our our decisions on on how we felt about the episode. But in terms of execution, uh, all you can do, I think, is the the only way you can do it is. I, I guess that's what happens when certain movies and stuff and T V shows. It's like when you know yeah. too much of the behind the scenes stuff, it really affects people's uh reaction to the to the work. Um and I think I I do see a lot of I'm done with the Walking Dead kind of thing. Like, why is this show still on the air kind of stuff? And you know, I like I, I can only go by my enjoyment, right? And and we do this every week. We don't always love every episode, and we kind of all we can do is criticize what we see. Um, but maybe if we just take the take the side stuff away, like all the you know all the chatter, and and just look at the episode on, as a whole and judge it. I think it's easy. It, you, it helps your enjoyment to do it that way because if you think too much about the behind the scenes stuff when you're watching it, it will affect how you enjoy something or not. But it's up to you. It's it's up to the consumer it has to be up to the individual watcher. I mean, that's all it's all you can do.
2: Cool. Does anybody have anything else?
3: No. I just I like that cast. I like the new editions I watched some of the talking dead only because I wanted to see uh they had some of them on there some of the the new uh cast members on there um and I like it. I I dig it like they they is really excited to be on the show and um it's kind of cool to watch the enthusiasm of the you know of the actors uh wanting to, to be a part of it um i'm glad they open up the world like i i am glad of the people they picked to be on the show and having someone who is yeah, is deaf yeah. uh be a part of that world i thought that was a good you know and i i, I kind of like their backstory so far uh and the way they've explained so i you know i don't know about anybody else but i'm i'm looking forward to what's For sure. coming yeah you know i'm enjoying what's coming so i'm i'm looking forward to it and you know, I'm, I'm excited to see what they do with these characters now.
0: No doubt. And, and you know, and I noticed in the, the comments, like, again, you know, there are a few people that are like, oh, I'm done with Walking Dead now. Rick's gone, blah, 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 blah. But then there are a lot of people who are giving it a shot and really enjoying it. So yeah. It yep. It seems to be pretty split. So
2: Well, cool. What well, yeah. you can... Definitely check out, uh, since Aaron wasn't on this week, but I think he may be back next week. Um, but definitely check out his podcast, Out Now, uh, Out Now with Aaron and Abe, where they talk about the w- new weekly movie reviews. Uh, and also check out Aaron's written reviews at weliveentertainment.com.
0: Uh, and I want to shout out to Aaron and all of our other friends yeah. in California. Um, you know, be safe out there, yeah, man. There's no, a lot, yeah, of Aaron, on, for a lot sure. going on out there yeah. uh, with the fires oh. and whatnot. I mean, it's... It's frightening. It's it's looking pretty apocalyptic out there. So, you know, all the best. It sure is. Um, yeah. You know, our thoughts are with you. For sure.
2: Um, so, Mr. Dietz, where can people hear and see you on the internet?
0: Well, you can catch me at uh, um, the Taylor Network of Podcast.com every week where we do Nothing's On. It's a uh, general uh, movie and TV uh, review and news show. And we have been covering a lot of TV this season because there has been a lot of TV to cover. Oh, yeah. Uh, the last episode, I also re- did a review of um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Um, this week, I'll be doing a quick review of Overlord, uh, the new movie uh, that um, is zombie-adjacent, if not mm. <laughs> truly really a zombie movie. Um, also, uh, you can catch me at oldmagicgaming.com. Uh, every Friday, we put up a new uh, live play RPG uh, radio play type podcast where we take our D&D game and we add sound effects. We add background music and uh, voice modulation, all kinds of fun stuff, kind of making more of a theater of the mind type thing. And uh, we have two different podcasts uh, going on over there. One is called uh, Crown of Queens and the other one's called The Great Old Ones. They're very different flavors of uh, um of adventure and but they're both fun and every Friday there's a, fr- a brand new fresh one. It's available on SoundCloud, available on iTunes, and straight from OldMagicGaming.com. So you can catch me on uh, there. We uh, did extra life uh, with OldMagicGaming.com. We raised a little money for uh, children's hospitals. So it was pretty sweet. So thanks for all you know your donations cool, and stuff. Excellent,
2: Daryl. Uh,
3: Well, yeah, you can, uh, like Jim said, you can check us on uh, Nothing's On, of course, and you can also check me and Russ on Gotham by Geeks, uh, where we cover the world of Batman and all that. Um, And you can also catch me on uh, a movie podcast called The Retro Movie Geeks, where we cover movies uh, that are... From the '80s and and and
0: later than that, and we cover some classics. And, and that was in the, what? What now? What publication said that it was one of the top forty uh, movie podcasts out there? Uh, yeah, that Wired. Or... Exactly. Yeah, Wired or something it, it it actually
3: named. This is one of those, and I'm appreciative uh-huh. of that. I, I that was a surprise. I didn't. How much did that cost that you? Oh man, everything.
4: <laughs>
3: but they took the money. Um... But it was it was great. It was, uh, it was it's 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 fun podcast to do some old movies and, and classics and stuff like that. We've had Jim on before. We got to have him back on again. Oh, I'd love to. It's always some, great to talk old movies. Do some years. old movies. Uh, but yeah, you can check us out. Uh, hopefully, me and Russ, uh, uh, can get together and do. And, and talk some uh, some Marvel stuff,
2: because a lot of Marvel stuff is happening. Yeah, a lot of news, a yeah. lot of stuff going on. Yeah, uh, yeah we just need to... Uh, I'm hoping as we get closer to the holidays this week, my work schedule kind of chills out, because that's been kind of the biggest uh, detriment to getting it done,
0: uh, for sure. And come join my Red Dead Redemption 2 posse once the multiplayer starts. Oh, yeah, Yoda Jones 66 on PSN nice we'll go riding around and get some outlaws regulators
2: yeah. i'm hoping maybe after christmas i'll i'll end up picking yeah up. i think
3: at christmas time when it's when it really starts to get uh cold and snowing and all that
0: i'll uh i've been i've been dying i think i'm, thinking I'm like i think i'm like 50 hours in i'm just oh and I'm, and I'm not mainlining i'm not you know going straight down the the thing i'm taking my time yeah. and enjoying the sights and
3: I'm still fighting crime in Spider Man. I've been taking That's my cool. time with that one, so I'm, I'm definitely going to jump on that Red Dead every time I see that commercial. Ooh,
0: you guys have accidentally wandered into our video game podcast. So. <laughs> yes, you <laughs> have. It's
3: funny because yeah. I just got an email for Gaming Corner for Nothing's On because you talk about it so much. You got people talking about it, asking Jim. It's, it's that time of year. The man. There are a lot of games coming every out every right week. Now. So, yeah. Every week you have someone ask you about that game now
2: all right well thanks everybody for listening we will be back next week uh, with two episodes left before the hiatus um, I'm sure we'll plan something uh, over the hiatus to, to talk about maybe maybe do some uh maybe we'll catch up since the whispers arc is coming as evident in the show maybe we'll uh we'll continue on with the comics and do it we haven't done a comic no, I guess the last time we did I'd, comic review Review stuff was All Out War when we did both parts yeah, of that. I, I so. just bought
3: some new. Tra- I just bought two trades of Walking Dead so I can catch up on that. I'm up to the, like a little bit after the fair. What happens at the fair? So
2: yeah, I'm like I, I think I read that trade yeah. and maybe the one after, and that's it. So, so I'm way behind. Yeah, Walking Dead it's all right. really catch up. Yeah, so so yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure some stuff out. We're not going to let the whole two months go by without putting out an episode for sure. We'll we'll figure something out. Um so thanks everybody for listening. Uh until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk of the earth. Don't be an ass. <laughs>